Welcome to an I Exist podcast. Our entire mission can be summed up in one phrase, becoming all that we are. It is our belief that fulfillment doesn't come from changing into things you aren't, but rather from becoming everything that you already are. And ultimately, we're here to press and empower you to lead lives that are full of fulfillment. We've dedicated this specific podcast to the dream, not to having the dream or even talking about the dream, but to living the dream. The reality is that there's a stark difference between having a dream and manifesting one. Here you'll gain insight and wisdom keys directly from some of the water walkers of our generation, dream practitioners, those who have decided to tread paths where there were none, to step out into only what they could see. Come take a peek into the minds of some who, from within, create our world's most magnificent realities. I'm the creator and host, Brian Farr, and this is the Living the Dream podcast. All right, welcome to the 17th episode of Living the Dream, the podcast. I am your host, Brian Farr, and I want to thank you for returning to listen again. And if this is your first time, I welcome you with open arms. I hope you enjoy what's about to be said. And by the way, I hope all of you repeat listeners have been enjoying all of the podcasts, all of the information that's been given over this podcast. We've had some amazing guests to join me who have been willing to be open and honest about their journeys their experience, their perspective, and hopefully all of that has come together to add to your life as a listener. Hopefully you're gaining everything that is promised in the intro, which is insight, wisdom, keys, and principles that will enable you, if followed, to live the dream. It is our mission through this podcast to press and empower you to lead lives that are full of fulfillment. And I hope that that's what's being accomplished through every one of these. I'm always open to your feedback. Always have an ear open to how what we're doing has been helping you or not, if so. And you can reach out to me on social media or what I would like for you to do, especially if you're listening to this through Apple Podcasts or some platform that enables you to give this podcast a rating. Go ahead and drop a rating. Let me know what you think. I appreciate it in advance. Also, if you want to partner with the podcast, as we continue to bring uplifting, positive, and informative messages catered to the fulfillment of your dream in your life, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Brian Farr. There you could partner with us monthly, not only contributing to what we're able to do on a weekly basis, but also benefiting from extra content, behind the scenes footage, and also a few other things that I think you'll enjoy, especially in the soon coming future. So just visit there, patreon.com forward slash Brian Farr, and you're welcome to partner with us there. Give whatever you can. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll jump straight into it. Today, I wanted to present something to you that I believe will, for some of you, help you get things up and going concerning your dream, concerning the pursuit of the life you want to live and inwardly desire. And for others of you, this will take your life to the next level. And as cliche as that sounds, I almost hate that, but it's probably the best way to describe breaking through a certain barrier that I believe holds a lot of us back. And that barrier is the areas of gray, G-R-E-Y, in our lives. So as I thought about this subject matter, one thing that I thought about was Black Friday, which in America is a day after Thanksgiving, which is a holiday now. It really started off historically and unfortunately a day that marked genocide for 
Native Americans who were inhabiting America, an entire group of people. Today, it's now celebrated in a way in which people gather and are supposed to be thankful for everything that they have. Without commenting too much on that, the next day afterward is considered, again, here in America, Black Friday. Another type of pandemic ensues in which a lot of people scramble to stores, stand in line for hours, get there in the early morning in order to get highly discounted products. Electronics, things that would probably be considered expensive for a lot of people that on that day are marked considerably lower. And so it's a frenzy on that day to run each other over, trample over each other in order to get a few items that some people have waited all year to attempt to get. Now, without commenting too much on that either, because that's not what this podcast is going to be about, specifically the insanity that's behind that whole ordeal. If you ask me what that day has also been rumored to be about, and I do want to state this, that Black Friday was not initially a day in which businesses significantly marked down expensive products and people trampled over each other in order to get them. It actually initially marked a stock market crash and it's evolved over the years and turned into different things. But one of the things that it's been rumored to be about today beyond the shopping is a day in which companies who may not have been able to turn a profit through their business throughout the year because of the massive amount of people deciding to shop on that day for discounted prices, they're able to actually bring their numbers out of the red, which means that they've made no profit. They've actually lost money into the black, which in accounting now means that they're starting to profit from the items sold. Now, this may not be the actual reason for Black Friday at all. A lot of stores just actually capitalize on the day just to sell a lot of things who may have already been profiting a lot throughout the year. But that's one thing that has been rumored. And maybe for some, a couple, you know, some businesses, it may be true. But again, that's something that's been rumored about that day for at least maybe some businesses. Here's the point. In the same way that some businesses numbers are rumored to go from red to black again, which means that they've now begin to make a profit and are no longer losing money in their business. It's the same way that some of us, many of us need to go from gray to black in our own lives. Again, for some of us, that means that we'll begin to make progress towards living a life of fulfillment towards the life that we want to see towards beginning to live out our dreams going from zero to something or going from negative to something. And for others, it's going to mean actually taking your progress to the next level. So let me explain what I mean by getting out of the gray. For many of us, more than just black and white issues, which I'll give you an example of, some of us know in order to live more fulfilled or even just a little fulfilled at all, that there are some clear things we consider wrong that we need to stop doing in order to begin the journey of living your dreams or again to begin to heighten your climb or go to the next level. Those will be considered black and white issues. I know this is wrong. I'm conscious of it. I need to stop it in order to take my life to the next level. But there are a whole slew of other things that become gray areas in our life that we don't clearly know whether it's a right or wrong issue. And many of the issues may not be right or wrong in general, but if we were to let them go, 
or to sometimes incorporate some things, it would take our lives to the next level. So maybe if I were to talk about right and wrong today, then using the analogy of moving from red to the black or from the negative or the loss into the positive or into the gain would have been a great parallel. But believe it or not, because gray areas, I believe, are much bigger of an issue and plague and prevent more people from getting into or stepping into the life they desire, because whether it's right or wrong is a case by case issue. It may not be wrong for me and it's wrong for you. It may not be wrong for you, but it's wrong for me. And these are the gray areas of life that hold many of us back. And I would venture to say that many of us don't know it, but I want to show you how to get out of those areas of gray so that, again, you can begin to live the dream or to live the dream more effectively. Again, to go farther, higher than what you've been able to go. And for many of you, this will be a key into getting into a new dimension, a new level, a new height in your success. So with matters that will fall under the title gray area, again, we're not talking about anything illegal or anything that you would just outright know, at least for you, is wrong. The simple and essential question that you always need to ask yourself concerning gray area matters that will bring clarity to whether or not that issue is right or wrong for you is what does it profit me to do this or what is this profiting me? You see, what you have to understand about a life that is full of fulfillment is that one of its bare necessity requirements is production or fruitfulness. And the quickest way to feel unfulfilled at any season or any time span within your life is to not be fruitful, to not be a profitable person. And so with areas of gray, again, that may not necessarily be wrong or right. What we have to consider is, is this profitable? Is this a fruitful activity or an activity that will bring about a profit or fruit? And if I ever say the word fruit and you don't have any real reference to that or that's not a part of your everyday language or anyone's language around you, just think of yourself as a fruit bearing tree, right? Some of you will be apples. Some of you will be will be oranges. Some of you will be pears. Doesn't matter what kind. Choose whatever you like for the sake of the example. But everyone's life is supposed to bear fruit or be profitable. It's supposed to be life giving to other people. So even in terms of that tree, when it produces fruit, what that does is give life to the ones that pick it and choose to use its fruit as nourishment. In the same way, the product of our life is supposed to be something that nourishes, that strengthens, that increases the quality of life for others who partake of our life. And this is a major key to fulfillment. So what we have to consider with areas of gray is what does this activity, what does this situation profit me? And that will be the quickest way at all times to figure out if it's something that you should partake of or something that you should do or something that you should add to your life or take away from it. Now, let me give you some examples of what would be considered gray areas. Writer, producer, artist, coach, and inspirational motivational speaker, Brian Farr takes us on a deep, retrospective, and introspective journey ranging from his childhood until life today that involves the question, will I live a life of significance or one of safety? 
Filled with experience gained wisdom and revelatory insights, a new home dares its readers to ask themselves the hard questions concerning their need to fit in. How far will you go? And will all the efforts you've made be worth it in the end? This perspective-shifting discourse is a must-read, and through its hard-hitting yet relatable, tear-jerking, and even at points comical nature may prove to be more of a life-changing event than just a good Sunday morning read. Get your physical copy today at becomingallthatweare.com. Social media at its core is not a good or bad thing. Of course, it depends on how you use it as a person, but in and of itself, it is not a good or bad thing. But its usage for you may be something that is hindering your progress, your production in life. Having friends is definitely at its root, really not a good or bad thing. It depends on the type of friends you have and what their influence is on you and vice versa, depending on who you are. And you can apply the same thing I said about the social media. Certain friends may be the very thing that are holding you back from progress in your life. Doesn't make friends bad. So this becomes oftentimes a gray area. And while we're on the subject, I'll even apply that to family. Spending time with family at its root is not a good or bad thing. But some of you are highly pressured into keeping the family together again, which is a good thing on many occasions. But for others of you, the pressure to continually place yourself within what can for you become a toxic environment just for the sake of following a family guideline or rule or instruction that was given to you as a young child can sometimes be one of the things that is holding you back from doing what you need to do. There are clear examples historically of people having to, needing to leave their family where they are, travel to some other place, or do something else that's dramatically different from the examples they had around them in order to become successful. And so this, my friend, could also be a gray area. Let's go a little further, deeper, drinking. As long as you're doing it at an appropriate age, according to whatever the laws are that are around you. And when I say drinking, I'm talking about alcohol is a great area for many people. Now, depending on where you stand, of course, it has to do a lot with some people's religious beliefs and other things and people's fears and things like that. But without getting into all of that at its source, it's not a bad thing, but can lead to bad things when discipline is not applied, etc. Right can bring a lot of issues into your life, depending on how it's used, could actually be profitable for you or not, which in a lot of cases for some of you is not partying or celebrating. Going to a party is not good or bad at its root, but it's also the very thing that holds up many of your progress. Again, we're just talking about gray areas that really don't have a clear right or wrong definition to them. But again, what you have to ask yourself on a personal level is with my actions with this issue or with this matter, is this making me lose out or am I profiting from my actions in this matter? Girlfriends, boyfriends are not wrong or right issues, but are the very things that become detrimental to some people according to their journey to fulfillment. Money is not a wrong or right thing, but can also in some cases be a hindrance to some people when it comes to fulfillment because of their attitudes towards it. 
a lot of you need to stop hating it because you actually need it in your life. And others of you need to stop hoarding and being greedy about it, right? It's your attitude that's shaping and forming whether or not this thing is good or bad. And so therefore it becomes a gray area. None of these things are intrinsically bad, but because of our attitudes towards them and our lack of control, our lack of discipline concerning them can be very things that are hindering our progress. Now, a lot of you just need to change your attitude about money, for instance, because it is a need in order for it to actually become an asset. But many of the things that I'm mentioning, you can actually live without. And so you have to figure out whether or not it's profitable for you. Let's go a little further. Some of you have been told by a parent or somebody close to you, especially growing up, that there's nothing wrong with a little white lie. Now, I wouldn't be the particular person that's going to tell you that. But for some of you, you have that ideology. And depending on how large the issue is or what you're lying about, nine times out of 10, you won't use it in a way that will cause you to be arrested years later or minutes later. So you don't necessarily deem it to be wrong. And I'm not really even talking about things like joking with people or hiding a surprise birthday party from your husband or something like that. But even in small issues of getting away with things and getting the job you want based upon something made up or whatever, what you have to again consider is what is this profiting me in the long run? And this is the first time I'm using the term in the long run. But let me just say this really quickly. Some of you won't figure out some of the things that you're doing is not profitable until possibly years down the line of doing the same thing continuously or being around the same people continuously or believing or participating in the same thing continuously. And I guess that's okay because it's a way that some of you will have to learn. And it's the reason why I also believe that just like an accountant within those businesses that need to make sure that their lives stay in the black, which means they remain profitable. We also need to write out profit and loss statements of our lives to ensure that we remain in the black, even concerning these gray areas. We'll go one more, even deeper. Issues like smoking, whether that be weed or an occasional cigar, pornography, whether choosing that as a career, I guess, or partaking of it, being a viewer or purchaser, whatever, are some issues that fall under that. For many people, you have people on one side not believing there's anything wrong with it. The other side, especially considering the legalization of marijuana in certain places. So you have people on one side that don't believe anything's wrong with it. Other people deem it to be wrong. And so I would generally place it under a gray area. Strip clubs, stripping, things like that, all right, that I won't debate with anyone here today about whether it's a black and white issue or not. But for many people and in general, these things are gray areas. But again, even with issues like those, and I could give a thousand more, to be honest, maybe not a thousand, but a few more that are on the more controversial side for some of you. The question that always has to be asked is, is this profitable for me? Is this profitable? Because going to the next level in your life or beginning the journey in which we're starting to see patterns of fulfillment in our lives has to do majorly with producing, with starting to bear fruit. And I'll tell you exactly what makes these issues so hard for most people. It's because of one thing, the fact that much of it is fun. But the truth is, Not everything that is fun is fruitful and not everything that's fruitful 
is fun. And so on a psychological level, on a relational level, on a physical level concerning your actual money, your income, what you're generating in your life, you have to ask of everything that you're doing. And especially in those gray areas, is this profiting me? Because that's the quickest way to realize whether or not what you're doing is a gray area or not. Whether it's a gray area for America in general or the world in general is irrelevant because for you, the quickest way to put it in a right or wrong scenario is to ask of yourself, how is this profiting me? You have to know that if I was your enemy and we were both in business, you having a separate company and I having my own company. One of the quickest things I would attempt to do in order to eliminate my competition, if I was that type of guy in this case, would be to distract you with a bunch of things that were fun. I'd invite you in. I would show you a different life. And let's just build this scenario. Actually, let's say I'm a guy that is 10 times your size in business, but I see your potential and you're coming up, you're fresh to the market in whatever we do. And I trick you and decide to take you under my wing and become your mentor. I pull you in and I begin to show you a lifestyle and I begin to distract you with a bunch of things that are fun, get you to spend your money inappropriately in the beginning, get you to be caught up in a lot of things that again are fun, but are not fruitful. And I will let you taste a bunch of things that will not profit you in the long run and put things in you that, again, will distract you rather than cause you to be fruitful. And before you know it, I wouldn't have to worry about you being a threat to my company anymore, even though there's so much potential in you, because I've killed your entire dream, not with things that are outright wrong to you, but things that were fun, but yet not fruitful. So what you're going to have to start considering is. With the way I'm doing business, this is to you business owners, the way I'm handling people, the way I'm talking to them, the way I am leading them. Is this an ultimately fruitful thing to do the way I'm running my business? Again, how long can I do it this way? Am I sleeping well with the way that I'm doing it? I'm not talking about regular pressures of having a lot on your plate. I'm talking about doing things in a way that you may not necessarily think are wrong but will not profit you in the end. It's great to have friends, but what kind of company are you keeping? Are they distractions or are they adding to your fruitfulness in life? Because again, the fruitfulness is a big portion of your fulfillment. That goes for family. That goes for any surroundings you can find yourself in. These life choices, these career choices, these career pathways that I'm taking, again, it may not be bad. Somebody suggested this job to me. Somebody suggested this career path to me. But for me, the reason why these gray areas are different is because it could be exactly the right thing to do for somebody else. Right. Which is why it's a gray area in general. Some people may not be affected by it in the same way that you are. But for you, how is this affecting you? Are you able to profit from it? Some things that are fun for a person who is highly codependent mentally enslaved become an escape. They use porn and smoking and drinking or whatever in order to escape the life that they so hate sometimes or the stress that they need to be relieved of sometime. But for the fulfilled, for the free, oftentimes those same things become things that distract you and actually take away from your life. And what you have to decide for yourself is with many of these issues, Is it actually profiting me? 
I cannot decide that for you, but this is how you get out of the gray. You need to ask yourself, you need to write a profit and losses statement in your life. How is this making me fruitful in my relational wealth, in my physical wealth, in my mental wealth or health? These people, this hobby. And I don't want you to ever think that I'm saying you should not celebrate. You should not have fun. You should not do things that you enjoy or have a lazy day or have a cheat meal or go to a party or take a vacation. Please understand balance is key. All right. Using anti-stress tactics in your life, making sure that you are rewarding yourself, that you have a reciprocal movement in your life of joy, right? As much as you're willing to give it out, you're also willing to receive as much or more depending on the situation because that becomes the source of joy that you can give. I'm saying there has to be a balance so we're not talking against something fun, right? But for the areas that are great in your life, you need to ask yourself, is it fruitful? This will begin to take you from no fulfillment, which is the negative. In parallel, it will be the red, but we're talking about the gray areas to begin to go into the black. And for those of you who are beginning to live the dream and live fulfilled and you've already started that journey and you've been on it for years, but you can't figure out why you can't get to the next level. There are certain things that you need to give up that are fun but at the same time are not fruitful. And there's some things that you need to add to your life that are fruitful, but probably not fun. Sacrificing more, disciplining more, adding more healthy routines. Again, that may not always be fun, but they're definitely fruitful. Some of the best things for you don't always taste the best. If I can use that analogy or parallel when it comes down to food or medicine, is it profiting you? That's the one question you need to ask yourself. Again, major key. Not everything that's fun is fruitful and not everything that's fruitful is fun. In order to get yourself to the next place in your life, you need to dissolve some of the gray areas by figuring out whether it's right or wrong for you so that you can be a maximum producer, so that you can have maximum fruitfulness in your life, so that you can begin to enjoy maximum fulfillment in your life. Production is a big part of fulfillment. If you're not able to produce because you're distracted, if you're not able to get the work done because you're distracted, if you're not able to get the dream out because you're distracted, oftentimes by something that is fun, but you're not able to be fruitful, you will never be fulfilled. That's the entire point of this whole thing. So we have to get rid of those gray areas in our life and begin to move from the gray into the black, which means that now we're profiting from life, that we are profitable as people. And now we are beginning to see the dream to be fulfilled. Again, it could be time with your family, please. It could be anything. That's why they're gray areas. It could be anything that you may think is good, but to your dream is more of a burden than it is a blessing. I hope I was able to be clear with such a gray subject matter. Thank you for listening. I want you to participate. I want you to begin to do the things that will make you fruitful. Begin to take away the things that are causing you not to be fruitful so that you can produce and begin to live your dream. Again, watch those gray areas. Get them out of your life. You don't need gray. You need to know exactly what you're doing. You need to be able to clearly know whether whatever you're doing is adding to your life or taking away from it. And as soon as you get rid of those gray areas and begin to produce at a high level, you'll see your dream come forth quicker than you thought it would or could. Believe it. I believe it. Thank you again for listening. Believe it or not, I love you all. Let's win. Again, it is my desire through this that your way be made prosperous. And until next time.